You fucking tarts. <laughs> oh, you what, a, what tarts. a momentous occasion this is. Well, the subsequent marriage and divorce of the Bible Beaters podcast. Last episode to be heard. Hello, Bible Beaters, and welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going, anyways, Kyle? I I you timed. fucking douchebag. <laughs> I thought I timed it so you'd be yelling, hello, Bible Beaters, but I fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I was just about to. I took my inhale, and then I was like, this, this motherfucker loves to ambush me <laughs> on my own goddamn podcast. I had fantasies, well, I had fantasies about... <clears throat> fucking surprising mm-hmm. you on the podcast i was just gonna say yeah me and my wife and you'd be like what the fuck but you i got married last weekend everybody <laughs> yeah the guy the anarchist the anti-everything i'm never getting married for as long as i live look just took the love of love of a girl <laughs> i yeah well i all i can really do is eat the shit sandwich but which in is my defense, marriage in my defense if there wasn't a fucking ocean and a continent in between us I probably wouldn't have got married, but we need to, you know, paperwork. It doesn't matter. I did not marry her for love. I la- <clears throat> married her for paperwork. Let the record state <laughs> that I'm not some sort of pussy. <laughs> Disagree? <laughs> no, it was beautiful. I love her like crazy. Um, Yeah, I would have bet you $1,000 she was going to cry, and she didn't cry, and I cried. And so <laughs> that's how I'm fucking... What a pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Um, I wore my... I wore the attire I would assume that I would wear at your wedding. Thank you. Yeah, that's very, uh, that's what I, I actually looked, she said, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a new metal shirt for this. And she's like, no fucking t-shirt. So I'm already like whipped too. But I looked everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is going well. I looked everywhere for a button up metal shirt. Yeah. They don't make them. That's a fucking million dollar idea for metal heads that have to dress up sometimes. You got to button up. If you're dressing up. Yeah, the and there's metal graphics all over your yeah, butt. Yeah, upside down crosses. Are you really dressing up? The headless fucking leaders, people hanging from you know skinless corpses. <clears throat> that's yep. the kind of stuff. But uh, with a collar, that's what I, that's what you. What do. occasion is that? My wedding. Okay, that just for your <laughs> just for douchebag metalheads' weddings. I wore a who sweat. can't change for one day. I wore a sweater. Life. She wore overalls. It was fucking great. Oh, that's so cute. I love it, actually. I thought she's like, I'm wearing overalls. I'm like, that's the most ballin' shit ever. Just because, like, how many girls spend fucking three grand on a dress that they wear one time? It's the dumbest fucking. Oh, it's so stupid. Right? And she just looked great in her white overalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the picture I love the best. Maybe I'll. I wasn't going to make any big announcement, you douche. And here, here <laughs> and look, look what we are. Uh, we have, I haven't Whoops. posted any pictures or anything, so I'm slow. Like, calls are just rolling in from, like, <clears throat> extended family members and fucking friend, long friends, long-time friends, which I love. And nobody can believe it. Everyone's like, I heard. And I'm like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm a broken version of my past self. Yeah. I have changed for a woman. I see. Uh, I sense a hint of jealousy that you don't have somebody in your life. Like, I have. I'd like a hot bay. True love forever. It's like, dude, I, somewhere along mm-hmm. the line. My brain shifted from it's a death sentence to yeah. a relief that I don't have to worry about that at, at all anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like fucking sweet. I get like blowjobs and delicious food for the rest of my life. That's what you think. Yeah, for now. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Rest yeah. of my life, right? All right. Is, is there fake marriage? Is there also fake divorce? <laughs> um, 
yeah, so that's, that's how I feel right mm-hmm. now, anyways. I'll be that's beautiful, man. Talk to me when we get to Ezekiel, and we'll see how things are going. Luckily, she doesn't like you around all the time, so we can keep doing the podcast. Yeah, that's great. And, um, yeah, I'm a little bit flabbergasted. Would you say she wears the overalls in the relationship? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, there's a great picture where the photographer was like, you know, do something crazy. So I went to give her a dip, and she thought I was pushing her in the lake. And she has this horrified look on her face as I'm trying to kiss her. <laughs> it's the fucking <laughs> best picture ever. It's the best wedding picture I've ever seen. That's like traditional mail-order bride stuff. Yeah, yeah, Eastern European. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, and she cooks? Does she clean, too? Um, No, I knew all that. Uh, but she does the cooking, and it's phenomenal. It is pretty good. Anyways, enough about me. Nobody gives a fuck about that. We have a fantastic Bible story today. You don't think today. people care? If I you'd like to send questions into Caleb about how he feels about his new marriage. <laughs> no, this is not that Bible podcast. beaters at CanadaComedy.ca. Send all your emails in. It's The fucking title is Bible beaters, Kyle. That's what people are here Bible for. Bible beaters with an S at CanadaComedy.ca for all your... <laughs> Marriage-related questions. But it's the Bible Beater Singular podcast. Incorrect also. Okay, whatever. This is retarded. Okay, this story Mm -hmm. today that we are about to read is one of the most controversial stories in the Bible because it's completely, it's out to lunch. It makes no sense. There are books dedicated to explain the fuckery of this story. Is it agreed upon that it makes no sense? Um, no, it's disagreed upon. Like, people, like, these are the things that start off as, like, this, oh my god. So, big picture, right? When you talk about the Bible being literal or interpreted, it has to be interpreted, because if you take it literally, God's the biggest piece of shit in the world, right? Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So, you have to interpret it. Then, once you're interpreting it, now you have, you open the door for, you know, different, people don't see things the same way. For Muslims. Yeah, schisms. Yeah, eventually it comes all the way to like Muslims, but these little tiny Magic fishers, pants. these little fish, yeah, <laughs> yes, these little fishers, yeah, start to form fucking I don't know cracks, and then you have splinter face, and then like flash forward a few hundred years, and people are killing each other over this type of shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so this story is called the Man from Judah, and I'll read it to you, and then we'll. I mean, obviously you'll interrupt me, and we'll talk about it. Is as this a uh, is this story? Like wildly debated, um, or just a bunch like is it or is it like Holy Spirit kay, type stuff like the Trinity where they found a bullshit loophole and everyone kind of goes yeah that makes sense. Um, no, it's disagreed upon. There's there's two main schools of thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, two. I'll just yeah. One school of thought is this story is about obedience and it's used to illustrate that you should always be obedient. And the other one that sounds about right. And the other one is if, if it's about false prophecy and how to find out about a false prophet. Okay? Mm-hmm. A little foreshadowing. So this is called The Man of God little from Stacey Judah. Stacey Campbell special. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll get into all the other <laughs> stuff after. So okay. by uh, 1 Kings chapter 13. By the word of the Lord, a man of God came from Judah to Bethel as Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make an offering. He cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord. O altar, altar, this is what the Lord says. A son named Josiah will be born to the house of David. On you he will sacrifice the priests of the high places who now make offerings here. And human's bone will be burned on you. So we're talking about human sacrifice, okay? He, He's... 
So when he yells to the altar, he's yelling to God? No, God <clears throat> is putting... The, those are God's words. God is now using that man's mouth to speak God things. And God is saying, O altar, thou altar. Yes. You're going to... Soon, people will be burned on you. That's what the God is declaring. Are we speaking? God is speaking to the altar like it's not an inanimate object. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's is animate a word? Yes. Yeah. Animate. Um, so it's an animate object. I think it's animate. <laughs> you know. I think that's a different word entirely. No, it's the same word. <laughs> really? Yeah. Inanimate. Yeah. Is the opposite of animate. <laughs> you can't see Gus, but he's every time you talk, he shakes his head, and every time I say something, he starts nodding. Mm. Well, I'm <laughs> pronouncing it exactly like inanimate without the in. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, so God's, God's, so, but more, okay. So yes, there he's talking to the altar, but more than that, everybody around can hear like, holy fuck. That means they're going to be sack killing people on these altars. Yeah, soon. there's a dude in church screaming at this fucking thing yeah. about how human bones are going to burn. Yes. So that's at least making a statement in front of everybody. And who is this? Do this we know? The man of God from Judah. He's nameless through the whole story. Okay? What? Yeah, it's just the man of God from Judah. So okay. that's. He just fucking we'll, possessed. We'll call him Steve, okay? Because there's mm. sec later in the story, there's another prophet, and we'll just call him Larry. Just because they're two different people. They're two different people. It's fucking. It's the dumbest. They aren't named. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's like in Ghostbusters when they got possessed, and it's like I don't know. I don't. And they ask for the girl. He's like, I don't know. I'm only Zool. Well, so he's there's both Zool. Uh, I don't know that story, but so sure. Ghostbusters. I've never seen Ghostbusters. I don't watch fucking terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's blasphemy. Um, is it good? I don't know. It's famous. It's fine. Yeah, it's not those old movies. It's good are, if you're a kid. Okay, so but I'm not a kid anymore. It's still good. It's still a seven out of ten as an adult. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm not scared of no ghosts. Anyways, <clears throat> so Bill Murray's a national treasure. Oh yeah, Bill Murray's great. So, oh altar, oh altar. This is what the Lord says: A son named Josiah will be born on the house of from the house of David. On you, he will sacrifice the priests. So he's going to be killing the the priests, not only human oh, sacrifices. That's a, yeah, yeah. So, so they're scared now. Yes. Why don't they just talk to God and clarify it real quick? Uh, <clears throat> good question, Kyle. Yeah, they're the uh, nobody fucking knows. Uh, <laughs> uh, people just talk to God willy nilly, and God talks to whom God chooses, and that's just an accepted fact that God can talk to who He wants. So what do you think is actually happening? Um, let's let's okay. read a bit further. So, um. On on you, he will sacrifice the priest, blah, blah, blah. That same day, the man of God gave a sign. This is the sign the Lord has declared. The altar will be split apart, and the ashes on it will be poured out. When King Jeroboam heard what the man of God cried out against the altar at Bethel, he stretched out his hand from the altar and said, Seize him! But the hand he stretched out toward the man shriveled up so that he could not pull it back. Also, the altar was split apart and its ashes poured out according to the sign given by the man of God by the word of the Lord. So he reached out his hand. So the King Joabum. Yeah. So this, through the altar and it shriveled up and turned to nothing. Not really. So here's what happened. Mm -hmm. They're doing. So King Joabum has fallen away. If you remember from last chapter, he's worshiping other gods again. He built that calf. Yeah. So but he's defected from. Uh, yeah, they've defected from, from Israel. Ro so it's Judah and Israel. Who's Roabum? Roabum is the king of, I think, Israel okay. or Judah. No, Judah and 
Jeroboam is the king of one or the other. It's really not important. They start worshiping calves again. <laughs> they start thing. worshiping yeah. cows. So that's what's going on when the man of God rolls up and mm. he's like, stop. The Lord declares you're, you're going to be burning fucking priests on that altar. And the king's like, what the fuck? Somebody get, arrest that man. And he points at him. And as he points at him, the altar splits in two. The ashes pour out just the way God, the man of God said would happen. Mm-hmm. And the guy's hand shrivels up. Now, use your imagination like a cartoon. It just fucking, you know, turns into some gimp, muscleless, weird hand. Yeah. And it says so that he could not pull it in, which reminds me of my favorite joke from Sunday school. <laughs> Um, a, a cripple, a man with a crippled hand walks up to Jesus mm-hmm. and he, go, he goes, hey, dear, this is a really great to do a visual joke on a podcast. But he goes, dear Lord, podcast. dear Lord, please make my hand like the other one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other way. God, please. Just the way it was before. <laughs> That's the joke. I love it. <laughs> um, you can see it on YouTube. So. Can I call me Networks the Channel? Six Bible Beaters. <laughs> We're such. All right. So the, yeah, the king stretches. He's like, arrest that man. So like, it's a dramatic moment. So the guy <laughs> comes in, but like basically, imagine somebody coming into your church and being like, "This is fucking bullshit." They're gonna. They should behead the pastors on the stage. And the fucking main guy's like, arrest that man. His arm shrivels up, and the altar splits in two. So it's a dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. Then the king said to the man of God, "Back to the Bible." Then the king said to the man of God intercede with the Lord your God and pray for me so that my hand may be restored. So he's like, what the fuck? You know, fix this shit. He's asking the dude. Yeah, he's like, holy fuck, like, please help me. The unnamed witch. Yeah. Witch of God. The man of God from Judah. So the man of God interceded with the Lord. This is one of those things where unnecessary intermediary once again. Yes, exactly. Once again, God who talks to priests constantly and everyone constantly and every leader constantly. Yes. The time when it would be very simple to be, hey, quit doing that. He sends some random dude, dude. no one knows, to cast magic spells on dude. everyone involved. Oh, my God. You're going to love what happens next. <laughs> so, the man of God interceded with the Lord. And the I like how God's first thought is, what's the most convoluted way I can do this? <laughs> That's why people. What's the most confusing way I could do this so that no one really knows what I mean, dude? That's what that's what people write books about, and they're yeah. trying to figure out. They they imagine being so fucking brainwashed that you're like, instead of reading this as the patently ridiculous fucking myth that it is, yeah. People go, no, this ha- God has to have a purpose. I like how the conclusion isn't fuck you, <laughs> right? It's just if this is true, it's just a big fuck you. <laughs> okay, wait. So yeah. So, God, so the man of God intercedes on the king's behalf. The king's hand gets restored, right? Oh, he does. Yeah. So that's what that's what just happened. So the man of God. Oh, that's convenient. And the king's hand was restored as it was before. What about the altar? The king said to the man of God, "Come home, come home with me. Have something to eat, and I will give you a gift." But the man of God answered the king, "Even if you were to give me half of your possessions, I would not go with you. Nor would I eat bread or drink water here, for I was commanded by the word of the Lord." You must not eat bread or drink water or return by the way you came. So he took another road and did not return by the way he'd come to Bethel. Very weird proclamation. Little in and out. Yeah. Leave no trace. So the king goes, oh, my God, thanks for fixing my hand. Let's have dinner. And he's like, "Uh, no, not today. Out of pure fear, obviously. Uh, Maybe or great gratitude. I mean, he also just cast a spell. <laughs> you'd think. On him to shrivel his hand and then do it again to make it whole. Yeah, you'd want to ingratiate yourself with the wizard, I yes, think. Yes, for sure. So, but it, and then. I, I think, g- I think, 
Yeah. I think he still exists because he did it to my penis. <laughs> so this guy. <laughs> so That's this kind of humor you can expect on <laughs> Bible Peter's podcast. So this guy, man. He's like, he's like, I won't, by the way, I won't go with you for dinner because God said I'm commanded not to eat or drink here or come by the way I came. Weird commandment, but that's the rule. So he says, mm-hmm. not going back with you. Now, verse 11. I instructed him to make it as vague and shady as possible. Right. So verse 11. Now there was a certain old prophet. This is Larry. Now there's a certain old prophet Steve? living. Yeah. Those are just okay. arbitrary names I gave yeah. them. Now, there was a certain old prophet living in Bethel whose sons came to him and told him all that the man of God had had done there that day. So they're like, you wouldn't believe this shit. We were sacrificing people, and this guy showed up and said they're going to burn the priests on there. The king said arrest them, and then the altar split in half, and the king's hand shriveled up, and then they fixed it, and then he he left. It's like a Penn and Teller-level magic show. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So so, uh, they told him all the man of God. You know what the funny part is? What? Like all these things that they describe in the Bible, we can easily do do the exact same thing as an illusion or way better. Nowadays, nowadays, yeah. Um, I'm t- like this, this. My point being, if you had, if you had, the f- a fraction of the ability of a magician, you could go back there and be a god. I'd like to see somebody turn a staff into a snake. That would be a pretty fucking- easily. Easily, easily, a magician. David Blaine could take a staff and turn it into a fucking boa. Hundred percent, right in front of me. I don't believe you. Hundred percent. They do way crazier stuff. That's magic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you could actually turn a staff, well, he's not actually turning the staff, but it would make it look like it. Yeah, there's no way you could sleight of hand me into thinking a staff was a snake. Oh yes, you could. Um, That's but- their whole thing. Yeah, that there. It's like saying there's no way they could get me to choose the card they want me to out of 52 cards. That's not the same. I mean, if you told me that there's 52 cards in front of me, you could make me choose the one you want, I'd be like, fuck you. Well, yeah, I would date that. But they do it all the time. (laughs) Fair enough. But the staff thing, that's like you're just looking at a staff and it turns into a stake. I don't see how they could trick me in that one. Okay. I don't see a way. Sure. Okay, whatever. This is... Ridiculous. So, verse eleven. Um, the now the old, so the a certain old prophet Larry living in Bethel, whose sons came to him, told him all the man of God done, man of God had done. They also told their father what he had said to the king. When their father asked him, that sorry, verse twelve. Their father asked them which way did he go, and his sons showed him which road the man of God had, from Judah had taken. So he said to his sons, "Saddle the donkey for me." And when they had saddled the donkey for him. He mounted it, rode after the man of God. He found him sitting under an oak tree and asked, Are you the man he's of... just chilling after that? Yeah, he's just hanging Yeah, out. just chilling. He didn't ascend back to heaven. Kicking his feet up in some shade. Uh, no, he's from Judah, so he was not the man oh, he's of... A, he's a guy people know. Yeah, so he came up from the south, and he's like, Look, I'm from Judah. God sent me to go... Okay, so he's a real person, and they couldn't get his name? So in the... I don't know, in the fucking extra reading I was doing about this, mm-hmm. there that's one of the things, is be, that this is just a nameless guy from Judah that they think it's just an old legend that, that was told a whole bunch of times, and it's included in the Bible. <laughs> like everything in the Bible, though. Right, but God wanted us to know, so it's, 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 we've been over this before. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, but, yeah, it's a nameless guy, 
it's still just wait till we get to the weird parts. So Larry, it's not weird yet? No, it's wait. So Larry rolls up on Steve, who's just sitting in the shade of the oak tree. Mm-hmm. Are you the man of God from Judah? I am. He replied. So Larry said to him, "Come home with me and eat." The man of God said. So Steve says, "I cannot turn back and go with you, nor can I eat bread." Or drink water with you in this place. I have been told by the word of the Lord. You must not eat bread or drink water there. Or return by the way you came. The old prophet Larry answered. I too am a prophet as you are. And an angel said to me. By the word of the Lord. Bring him back with you to your house. So that he may eat bread and drink water. This is exactly like your dad and the other dude. But he was lying. So the Larry is lying to Steve. On, and saying God told him to. And he's an old prophet? Yes, yes. And he's lying about God? Yes. Yeah, that's not going to have no repercussions. So the man of God, so Steve returned with Larry and ate and drank in his house. While Wait, the, he did it? He did it, because <clears throat> he's like, oh, an angel appeared to Larry, he, a fellow man of God, co-workers, right? We work for the same guy. He says that I can eat and drink. He, d- he has no way of knowing if Larry's lying. No way of knowing. Okay, here's what he knows for sure. God told him to not do it. Yep. The other guy, God might have told him to, or he's lying and he chooses to do that one. So you are on the side of the false prophets by like intu- intuition. I mean, if God exists and he tells me to do something, <laughs> safe bet I'm going to listen to the fucking weird voice coming from a void <laughs> yes. as opposed to a human being. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, to me, I thought you would come down on the other side. Um, Why? Well, I the way I read it is it's a story of obedience. So you just, I mean, I guess actually that's what you're saying. It's do what God says. Yeah. But there's a, the other re- way of reading it is discerning false prophets, which there's. Or I just, I would just go, hey, God. Yeah. If you want me to do that, tell me right now. You'd think. Yeah. You'd think a man of God could just ask God, but he can't. So verse twenty. While they were sitting at the table, the word of the Lord came to Larry, the old prophet, who brought him back. So now God decides to talk not to the first man of God, Steve. He talks to the old man of God who lied. He's going to call him a liar. Yeah. He right? cried out to the man of God who came from Judah, Steve. This is what the Lord says. You have defied the word of the Lord and have not kept the commandment the Lord your God gave you. Larry's yelling that to Steve? Yes. With God's voice? Yes. You have defied the word of the Lord, and you have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. You came back and ate bread and drank water in the place where he told you not to eat. Because you said! (laughs) But he was lying. How am I supposed to believe you now? Therefore, your body will not be buried in the tomb of your fathers. Uh, Are we to assume his voice changed? No, we are not. Then how are you supposed to know? Good question. These are all brilliant questions, Kyle. I don't. How the fuck are you supposed to know? Isn't it funny that... Do you think he, like, does a deep voice? The booming world. In a world. Like, he just changes his voice. (laughs) This is God speaking. This is now actually God, you stupid ass. (laughs) That was regular, Larry, the whole time. I got you, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Guess who doesn't get buried with her papa? Ultimate punishment. Also, all your kids have AIDS for six generations. Take that. That's basically what happens. Verse 23. When the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the prophet, Larry, who had brought him back, saddled his donkey for him. 
So Larry goes, uh, sorry about uh, sorry about that, dude. <laughs> I know I lied earlier, but that was God back there. He's pretty pissed. Ride my donkey. Yeah, here's an ass. Yeah, take, take my bike. So he, as he went on his way, a lion met him on the road and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a twelve. This is like a twelve-year-old's writing class story. <laughs> right. And then this happened, and then he gave him this, and then a lion killed him. <laughs> It's like every new comic ending his joke with, and then I jerked off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he died. Dude, there's another page to this story. How is there another page? So a lot. And then someone, then God talked to Larry and said, you shouldn't have lied. Fuck, yeah. Though Larry gets rewarded. Get the fuck out of here for tricking him. Uh, so a lion met him on the road. How is that? Well, they'll just keep reading. A lion met him get on. Uh, so a lion met Steve on the road and killed him, and his body was thrown down on the road. And everyone laughed with both the, with both the donkey and the lion standing beside it. Some people who passed by saw the body thrown down there with the lion standing beside the body. But the lion didn't even eat him. The lion just kills him and leaves him there. And so there's now a donkey and a lion and a dead guy, and people are walking by going, "That's strange. Do you see that dead guy by a lion?" It's weird that there's no lion. Bite marks in this dude. <laughs> um, I, well, there would be because the lion killed him, but it's mm-hmm. not like the lion. The lion killed him, but it didn't eat him. So he's killing him, and then just maybe it ate him. Then just standing over him, going, yes. "Yeah, you guys like that shit?" <laughs> yes. And people aren't like running away from this lion that's already killed one human yeah. being, <laughs> or like aren't like rushing it with spears or what the fuck? They're just like, huh, a lion and a dead guy. Maybe there was like a bite taken out and then he, the spit it out. So everyone knows he's Oh, my God, dude. I got watching this fucking lion documentary on YouTube the other day. (laughs) Okay. This is some Joe Rogan shit. But there's these six fucking lions that got kicked out of their pride when they were, like, teenagers. And they formed a gang of lions, six male lions. And they just went around. They killed over 150 other lions. They just fucking murdered. They just drove male lions off, killed them. If they didn't run, they killed them. Killed the females who tried to protect their cubs. Killed all the cubs and fucked all the girls. And then these two lions split. Then there was four against two, these two brothers, mm-hmm. and they just, they fucking, they're just like serial killer gangster lions. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. I mean, it's fucked up, but it's pretty awesome. And, dude, they put sad music on when the lions are just, <laughs> like, these baby cubs, and, like, the comments are all like, I'm like, that's just fucking nature. That shit happens constantly, by the way. All you fucking vegans, that's how it fucking works. There's, like, a bunch of animals that only go into heat when their babies are that's, murdered. That's, that's, that's the reason. That's Oh, uh, yeah, yeah okay. So they have to kill the cubs so they can fuck the chicks again, yeah. thereby spreading their dope lion alpha male seed. <laughs> they're psychotic. Hey, how do you think they got the king of the jungle status? Yeah. Dude, and they they fight like the lion fights are crazy. You think the one on the bottom's losing, but they're actually like biting them from underneath. It's fucking like jujitsu shit. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, okay, you know how there's all these motivational speaker gurus and shit, and they're all over the place. Yeah. There's this. <laughs> Imagine being dumb enough to believe those yeah. people. All the most of the dudes are uh, are just like these young fucking white guys talking in like what they think is tricky language. That's so just. On the surface, tricking 1% of the dumbest people in the world. Yeah. There's this, like, there's this black dude talking in, like, I don't know how old he was. Maybe his 40s, maybe his 50s. Talking in, like, old school colloquialisms at some fucking conference with the same exact thing, but different. Yeah. And he's talking about lions. And he's talking about, how do you think lions became king of the jungle? They're not the biggest. Elephants are the biggest. They're not the fastest. Cheetahs are the fastest. 
how do you think they got King of the Jungle? They wanted it more. <laughs> Their mentality. <laughs> how the fuck do you know what lion? They don't. Obvious. Also, they're just the best killing machines. <laughs> Being faster or bigger doesn't mean you're better at killing. They're the best killers. Also, that's an arbitrary title given by man. Yeah, he just made it up. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, cause they, cause their mentality. Are the lions really the kings of the jungle? I think they're the. I think they're the. I mean, they're they don't the, have any natural predators. They're apex predators, yeah. sure, but com- like the whole thing is patently absurd. It was just so funny, <laughs> and everyone that's in there is just like, "Yeah, right, fuck yeah." Got to get that lion it's mentality. Like, do, you, do you have no guidance in your life that that makes perfect sense? I mean, yes, that's really it's sad, but yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so back to the story here. It was just so funny. Just like this huge black guy. He must have been 300 pounds. Fucking huge. Six foot six. Full suit. And then you think something's going to come that's actual wisdom. And it's like their mentality. <laughs> the thing is, he's actually not wrong, though. If you have No, he is wrong. He's he, patently wrong. If you believe. Look, I read The Secret, dude. And I think good If an elephant are, believes he's, he can kill anything, I'm he dies. I'm a married man now. Yeah, Everything uh-huh. is perfect. Count. Nothing can What's go the wrong secret again. to life? You just think things are going to work out. Nothing mm-hmm. bad ever happens to you. Do you have to write it down in a three-page letter first, or do you just manifest no, it naturally? It just manifest. Okay. So far, like I won't ever have any. Like, there's no way I'll ever get any disease later, heart disease, mm-hmm. get hit by a car. I don't see any of that things, bad things happening to me or anyone I like. Because you're in love. Exactly, and I manifest it daily. I just get up and I think, no tragedies today. Let's let just today be a good day. And it mm-hmm. is every day, day after day. <laughs> it's easy to say when you wake up. <laughs> when you wake up getting your dick sucked. <laughs> we, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the prophet. So where were we here? Some people who passed by saw the body thrown down there with the lion standing beside the body. And they went and reported it in the city where the old prophet Larry lived. When Larry, who had brought him back from his journey. That's a hilarious report. Hey, by the way, there's just a lion on the road. He's just oh, lying. he killed somebody. Wow. Yeah. He killed him. Is he eating him? Nah, he's just kind of chilling by the body. Yeah, that's... Kind of like a fuck you to us. He's just kind of <laughs> looking at us. So pe- but people read into all of these things. and they Yeah, go, the What's... lion's obviously God <laughs> punishing him. Yeah. Can but... the guy... Can the uh, can God speak through animals also? Um, yes, he can. Is that possible? Yeah, remember he already sp- spoke through a talking donkey. Right. Balaam right. and the talking donkey. If you haven't heard that episode, it's wacky as shit. Go back and listen to it. I meant with, like, roars. Can people interpret a roar as, that's God? Or no? I mean, people can, because people do everything. People why interpret God doves that fly English, around. is what I'm saying. Dove, dove um, they wouldn't, God wouldn't be speaking English in this, like, we're translated this oh, to right, Hebrew. Right. From Hebrew. Hebrew. Yeah, God, yeah. But it's convenient that God speaks Hebrew, but, you know, the Jews are the chosen people. That makes sense. I mean, all of this seems to work backwards to a God that you humans made, not from a God to humans. But I don't, now that we people, got the com- right combination of Jews in place in Israel, I can't wait for the, <laughs> any day for the now, upcoming rapture. Any day now. So uh, when the prophet who had just brought him back from his journey heard of it, he said, it is the man of God who defied the word of the Lord. Like... I, the fuck it, that pisses me off like crazy. Oh, that guy that got eaten by a lion for defying the word of the Lord, because mm-hmm. I lied to him and said God would do like God said it's fine to come eat here, <laughs> and he's like, that's what Not you God get. said it's fine. God told me to come get you. God, well, <clears throat> wasn't it? Um, or an angel of God. 
No, so a certain old man, uh, his sons told him about this other guy, and he just says, God told me to for you. No, he says that, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But then God really, when they're eating together, God really starts speaking through Larry, the old prophet, and says, yeah. you fucking idiot. You shouldn't eat or drink here. Uh, this is the word of the Lord, and now you won't be buried in the tomb of your fathers. The guy is like, <laughs> sorry about that. Take my donkey. He fucking gets out of the driveway and gets mauled to death by a lion. He gets mauled to death by a lion Mm -hmm. right outside the city. People are looking. Donkey did nothing. So this guy. record show. Yeah, this guy goes back. It is the man of God who defied the word of the Lord. So this guy's just slandering this previous prophet like, that's what you get. Not like I lied to this guy and tricked him into eating my food. (laughs) So it is. Kind of seems like this guy killed him. I mean, if you're a detective, that could be one possible scenario he's the last guy that ever saw him there's no motive to any of this though so yeah that's the crazy part that's what everybody argues about like who's right in this story what is the moral you're supposed to take it's okay but it's not over yet i mean has god ever punished someone for pretending to be isn't false prophecy like a terrible terrible thing yes death death it is it's real bad so he doesn't get punished he gets rewarded weird hey Hmm. well let's see what happens let's see what happens i don't so let's see uh, the prophet heard about this. This is the man who defied the word of the Lord. The Lord has given him over to a lion, which has mauled him and killed him, as the word of the Lord had warned him. The prophet said, so like... You, to be fair, he did. Yeah. Hey, <clears throat> by the way, this guy is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Larry? Yeah. No, Larry, not the other guy. Steve. The dead guy. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> For... It's just one of these things again where they immediately forget that God talked directly to them. Yeah, it is... It's, it's a calf situation. Yeah, yes. It's been, what, 12 hours since God magically shrunk the guys up? And also, you have, he has God-like powers. So, what's wild? We to- never really talked about that he alone healed the guy's arm. Well, he interceded to the Lord on, right? No, but he didn't ask the Lord. He asked the dude. The, no, the, the king asked the man. Yes, The king correct. asked Steve, and then Steve asked God to fix oh, the king's hand. Okay. So he's a conduit for God, but it's weird, right? It's so fucking weird. The the wacky thing is, me and you read this, and I go, same as you. Isn't that ridiculous that they were talking to God one second and now they're not? And it doesn't make three hours ago. He's shooting lightning bolts out of his hand. Christians go, that happens all the time. Look at the real world. They 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 hold me up as an example. They go, you were born to preachers and you fall away from god like does don't you see how this happens i like how that's an example of god not existing no yeah right it just reinforces and i don't know what to say to those people i'm like you don't see it my way they're like nope people can't do anything right you can't do anything there's whatever that phenomena is where in the face of uh in the face of like a lot of scrutiny or in fact the more evidence there is that defies someone's like strongly held position, the more they cling on to the rest of their beliefs. Like the rest of the points that they firmly believe, they cling on to the more in the face of it. It's so not less. That's why there's more flat earthers than there was before. Yeah, it's so dumb. Okay. So none of them fall off, ironically. When the pro <laughs> Yeah, go fucking jump off at you tards. So when the prophet who had brought him back for the oh, sorry, I read that. Then the prophet said, um, so the Lord has given him over to a lion, which has mauled him and killed him, as Ow. the word of the Lord warned him. The prophet said to his sons, saddle the donkey for me. So they <clears> they <throat> go out and just like collect this donkey that was standing next to the lion. That's a weird part. The lion probably just fucked off. Um, saddle the donkey for me, and they did so. Then he went out and found the body fo- thrown down the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside it. Oh. 
Okay. Oh, so it's a new donkey. So now there's two donkeys, a guy, <laughs> and a lion, and a dead guy. Okay. The lion had neither eaten the body nor mauled the donkey. So the prophet picked up the body of the man of God. Right by the lion. Yeah. This guy's got balls of steel. Laid it on the donkey and brought it back to its own city to mourn for him and bury him. And so mourning for him implies, like, it's a tragedy that this guy died and everybody's sad about it. Does it? Well, you mourn for the dead. The guy did die, even though he defied the word of the Lord. But is it, like, what kind of justice is this that he ate at a guy's house, mauled to death by a lion? He deserved it for not following God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like This is confusing in the most stupid way. In the fact that none of this is significant. That's the that's the hilarious so, part. So the fact that people debate over this is retarded. I was reading a guy's like this theology. doesn't impose any new laws <laughs> or any new anything that God has ever said. God does <laughs> random shit constantly. Everyone knows you shouldn't. You should obey him and not do what he. Yeah. Not act against his words. This guy did. He's dead through lying, which is new. And and lying, the lying lion. Um. It's, yeah, you're, you're. I agree with you completely. Be cooler if his whole body shriveled. The whole story just really doesn't need to be in there. <laughs> but the fact that it's in there, people go, "There must be a reason," and then they analyze it. That's fair, right? I mean, if it is in there, so so. No, but nobody knows. It's the what lesson should we take? Lines are more chill than I thought. That's a lesson. <laughs> yeah, they just like to hang out. <laughs> so he picked up. So the. The lion had neither eaten the body nor mauled the donkey, so the prophet picked up the body of the man of God, laid it on the, laid it on the donkey, and brought it back to town, uh, to the city to mourn for him and bury him. Then he laid the body in his own tomb, and he mourned over him and said, "Oh, my brother." So he's really genuinely is sad. This Larry? For this guy. Larry is sad, even though he's the guy that lied. I mean, he should be. He's probably scared too. After bury him, he said to his sons, "When I die." Bury me in the grave where the man of God, Steve, is buried. Lay my bones beside what? his bones. Sounds like a lover's quarrel, dude. For the message he declared <clears throat> by the word of the Lord against the altar at Bethel and all against... Sorry. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the message he declared by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against all the shrines on the high places in the towns of Samaria will certainly come true. So he's like, in his you know, funeral rites or death rites, he's like, that guy was surely a prophet. Steve was a great prophet, and the word of the Lord he spoke will definitely come true because he was you know a prophet that really talked to God. Mm -hmm. After this, Jeroboam did not change his evil ways, but was once more appointed, uh, once more appointed priest for high places from all sorts. I mean, of why would he? The guy that shrunk his arm is now dead. Well, you'd think he would have learned his lesson after getting... Uh, yeah, that one way to look at it is, yes. The wizard is dead. The wizard is dead. The other way was, that was a fucking <clears throat> close call. Maybe I should do what God says. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If God shriveled my arm up and then made it back to normal, I'd be probably be more inclined to listen. But... What if he just, like, put it in his sleeve? What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like an old grandpa, where's your thumb trick? Just, ah! <clears throat> so even after this... Jeroboam did not change his evil ways. There's there's something about golden calves and pussy that just... An appointed priest for all the high places from all sorts of... Anyone who wanted to become a priest, he consecrated for the high priest. So he's just like, you're a priest, you're a priest, you're a priest. He's the Oprah. Yeah. This was the sin of the house of Jeroboam that led to its downfall and its destruction from the face of the earth. So didn't that make a lot... Now... Wait, what'd you say? Th so that's, the, that's the end of the story. 
So Jorabum, that's the reason. This was the sin of the house of Jorabum that led. That's the thing. The sin, no. The, so the sin was of Jorabum was letting Not anyone be, after that happened. Yeah, letting anyone be priests. And he said, "You know what? I know that the only why the, in your right mind would you ever do that? I don't know. I mean, that's the, if that's anyone can become a priest. There's no longer well, there's basic, no significance to being one. Exactly. So who's in charge then? Um, that's what the problem is. Exactly. That's why God. That's why they fell. That's why they God allowed them to be killed by their neighbors. <laughs> that's what they, you know." It's wacky, but think about it in today's terms. Like anybody mm-hmm. be, can become a pastor. I can start a church tomorrow. Anyone can say they're a pastor. Yeah. How does that work? Do you have to? Are you recognized by any entity? Well, then, that, then that confirms so, it. So exactly. So now that's funny that you ask. So now you want to? I want to be a pastor. I yeah. started a church, and uh, to get a little bit more credibility, I'll ask. Maybe can I join uh, your denomination? Let's say it's a vineyard. Let's say it's a Baptist. What does that Let's, mean? Um, so those are just denominations of churches. So they have their, their we're Christians. We they all be- believe the same thing? Yes and no, right? They all believe the Bible. They all believe Christ died. But then they argue about different little- interpretations. Exactly that. Yeah, okay. And so then, so you want to be a Baptist? This is what the Baptists believe. And then Christians today just go around being like, you know what? Gays are cool. Uh, I, abortions <laughs> are bad. You know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's just no basis for any of it. I shouldn't have said that. There's basis for it's a long, complicated thing. Yep. But what I'm I'm getting at, I mean, the the gay thing, not so much. The picking and choosing of different things. That's the funniest thing because I've seen you argue with people online. Yeah. And they (laughs) each time they go, no, that's actually Old Testament. Jesus, blah blah blah, and then you go, oh really? Yeah. Quote 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 quote. Oh man, I got into it with this guy. I might even read that actually, at the end of this podcast. So about what uh, about uh, he was typical um, God can do no wrong shit. And I was like, well, God tortures people. And he's like, name some verses. (laughs) Sweet. We'll (laughs) read it at the end then. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's kind of the end. That's the end of that story. Young T, how much time? But yeah, I'll read you about this guy. Yeah, we can end it. But how fucking. So let's just one more look at the whole story. Mm -hmm. The whole story from beginning to end. The most insignificant story that people debate. They're they're. What could the debate possibly be, by the way? They're sacrificing to the wrong gods on the high places. Steve shows up and goes, "Yeah, <clears throat> you know, uh, you're going to be burning priests on those." I think altars. we should have given you your names, but it's fine. <laughs> we're going to be, per- we're going to. Be- Stephen is a fucking. That's one of the fucking apostles of Jesus. It's a fucking Bible name. Is the other one? Um, Larry is not. <laughs> it doesn't sound. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so Steve shows up and says, you're going to be burning priests on those altars in a in a minute. That's what God says. And the king says, arrest this man. His arm shrivels up. Please fix my hand. Steve, oh, maybe he wanted to kill more people. Steve Because now he, like, he's making to... people. Why would you want to be a priest after some dude went? He's going to start killing priests on that. That's Why would you volunteer to be a priest? That's a good point. Uh, because That's a little weird. Well, priests have all kinds of benefits. They're Not when everyone's one. And now you can be killed on the altar, <laughs> like the magic dude possessed by God who turned it into ash said. Yeah, well, he split it in half. Yeah, that's you're you're right. It would maybe everyone who saw that was like, okay, I'm not a priest anymore. <laughs> I'm not. And a then there's a big vacancy, so he's like, yeah, you sure you I'll can be, be a one? Priest, sure, fuck it. And yeah, and then so that's just a weird thing. And he's like, oh, I can't walk home the way I went. 
So he takes a break under an oak tree. Larry shows up. Hey, you're a prophet. I'm a prophet. Why don't we have dinner? Sorry, God told me not to eat until I get home. But I am hungry. And it, actually, an angel appeared to me and said that you can eat. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll just come over and eat dinner. While they're eating, g- the word of the Lord, do your God voice. Hey, dipshit, you shouldn't eat that. It's hard for me to redo. Thanks, but all right. Fair enough. He yeah, goes, hey, the world. hey, dipshit. <laughs> hey, dipshit, shouldn't eat that food. Guess what? You're going to get all by Was your last meal delicious, you fucking retard? Could you imagine being Steve? Be like, I told you one thing. I just did some great prophecies back there. I kind of like Duke Nukem more than God. (laughs) I I split that altar in half. They're like, yeah, that was dope. And then all of a sudden, the fucking God. I like to read the Bible and eat bread. (laughs) And I'm all out of bread. (laughs) Yeah, and then Larry goes. I like to ride ass and chew gum. (laughs) Yeah, Larry goes, ride my ass. A fucking lion mauls the guy to death. The townspeople come out to look at it. There's a lion and a donkey. There is no moral here. Right? Besides maybe do what God says. And then it just What could the debate possibly be on both sides? The last like the last paragraph is goes, even after all this, Jeroboam still appointed priests. And you're like, what the fuck did we just read? Honestly. I don't know. And I'm confused (laughs) what the debate is at all. How is there two schools of thought? It's should this is this a thing about discerning false prophets or is it about being obedient to God? Yes. How are you supposed to know what God is real? How are you supposed to know? What are you talking about? <laughs> the one that talks to you, you believe, and the other one you don't. Okay. How do you differentiate between your thoughts and God's thoughts? I don't know. One sounds terrifying like you're about to die because your brain can barely handle it. You might have seized out during it because your fragile human body can barely possess the word of God. That one that literally caused you to almost die. Yeah. Listen to that. And then your own thoughts that sound like you. My mo- the ones that go, I'm hungry. I'd like to fuck that chick. Maybe those are yours. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, Kyle, I think actually that's the best summation of the stuff. I've, ta- I've asked pastors about this and they just say it's about obedience. But I think you have cut through all the bullshit. And just I don't even know what point I made. Obey God. Yeah, that's what it always is, though. But it's funny. It's funny to me. I like the nuance of how do you know the vo- which voice of God? And that we got two prophets that are both real prophets that God's actually talking to. And God's withholding information from one of the prophets and giving it to the other one. Like, do you think God, if he didn't listen to him and he was saying he could eat, yeah. you think God would be like, and, I told you you could eat. And, <laughs> And did God... I thought you were hungry. Did God inspire Larry the prophet to go fuck with this guy? Or did Larry do it on his own accord? And then why did God punish the... And not punish Larry. Yeah, it is fucking... So Larry did not get rewarded, like I said earlier. But he just... I just thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) Anyways, that's a crazy story. Um, I mean, it's not even. It's fucking stupid. It is. It's patently absurd but yeah. i was reading a guy's 200 page thesis dissertation on trying to make god not an asshole what is his major points um well he goes into like archaeology and myths at the time and what does that have who to do even with anything? Ro- well it's like should this even be in the bible who wrote it yes but, god but, put it in well it's in there right mm-hmm. all of these things but these, these these are things that christians have to fucking debate. as soon as you go should it be in the bible isn't your whole argument mood at that point 
I mean, this. I mean, it's, we're we not going to go down this again, road, but, yeah. but you'd think, you would think that. I want to hear a proper explanation. I don't know how to explain. We, we got to get. We're gonna. Cognitive yeah, we're gonna get someone on who dissonance. can fucking answer that question. Um, how hard's your? How sharp are your knives these days, Kyle? <clears throat> oh, mm-hmm. I got a response from this guy. I'm just pulling up my. I'm more into watches now. Okay. Oh fuck. So I don't know if this is like the ultimate in like pathetic ego stuff. Yeah. <laughs> reading going and reading your own comments on your podcast to prove yourself right. <laughs> but I'm doing it. Um hopefully you made good points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a lot of reading. I don't think we should do this. I mean, it was all your idea. It was I know, but now I'm seeing it. <sighs> Do we get? <laughs> <laughs> Is it over? Yeah, why not? Good night, everybody. Next week on the podcast, uh, go to CanadaComedy.ca for all the links, all the Instagram, YouTube channel, everything. One stop shop, CanadaComedy.ca. Next week on the podcast, uh, I had just prophecy against Jeroboam, and then Abijah is king of Judah, Asa is king of Judah. Finally, there's a few more kings, and then we get to Elijah, one of the greatest stories of all time. <laughs> <laughs>